You've tuned into The Dr. Lowe Show with naturopathic doctor, Dr. Lauren Noel, where you hear the best in natural medicine, nutrition, and mindset from the world's top doctors, authors, influencers, and Dr. Lowe herself. Trying just to pop a pill for a symptom? You've got the wrong exit. Seeking doable ways to live a happier, healthier life and have fun doing it? Welcome to The Dr. Lowe Show. Hello, thank you so much for joining me. This is Dr. Lauren Noel, AKA Dr. Lowe, and I am looking forward to this particular episode. I wanted to just say hello to you guys. It's been a little bit since I've had a podcast go up. I have been in the process of moving back into my house after being displaced for a year, getting it addressed from mold overgrowth. I know if you've been listening to the show, you have been in the loop of my health story, but I am so happy to say I'm back in my house and getting things settled with some construction and remodeling and all of that, but I have my roof over my head again. So praise God, it has finally happened. With the pandemic, a lot of the materials were hard to get. So some curveballs, but very grateful. I hope all of you are doing well. I hope that you are enjoying kind of this summer to fall time and that you are having some great time with family and all the good stuff. I am looking forward to Halloween coming up. I'm planning on being a little red riding hood. So that's going to be fun. Check me out on my Instagram. If you want to see some photos, I'm sure I'll be posting things there. And also from my little boy Zion, he is two now. So it's going to be more fun with him, especially this year for Halloween. He's going to be Captain America. And he's very excited about that with his mask and his shield and all of that, the fun masks. (laughs) So that is a little bit of an update on things with me. I wanted to say to anyone listening, who is dealing with some health stuff. I'm finding that a lot of my new patients are actually out of state and are wanting to get some lab testing done and get to the root of some symptoms they're having. I work with patients locally here in San Diego, but actually all over the country via phone or Zoom. If you are dealing with anything health-wise that you want a doctor's digging and some detective work with, I'd be so happy to work with you. So the typical things I tend to see with my patients would be hormone issues. This could be maybe low libido, hard time losing weight, hot flashes, night sweats, especially if you feel like as you're getting into your, you know, 40s, maybe late 30s, 40s, 50s, and you're noticing some of these symptoms, it's very likely related to hormones. And that's that's my bread and butter. So I would be so happy to work with you and do some testing, see what's going on with all of that, and then addressing what needs to be done. Most of the time I can do the treatment with using herbs and lifestyle changes and naturopathic type of treatment. So it's pretty amazing the tools that you know we can use to, to work with. Also, I work a lot with fertility, women listening or a man listening or a couple listening, and you want to do some of the groundwork to have a healthy pregnancy. I love working with that, especially if you have some time to do some testing to get into what deficiencies you have. Maybe if you have any particular exposures to different chemicals or toxins, it is so wonderful if you can take that time before getting pregnant to do some detoxification work. It makes a big difference in egg quality, sperm quality. Also, if you're just feeling tired, maybe you don't have the kind of sleep that you want to have, or especially digestive issues. I see that a lot, whether it's gas or bloating or constipation, diarrhea, and we get very graphic with digestive symptoms with my patient appointments, but I've literally heard it all. And I always say your poop says a lot about you. So if you're not having those really amazing, satisfying experiences in the bathroom, then there's probably something going on that needs to be addressed. Also, a very big thing I'm seeing a lot for patients is just wanting to optimize and improve your immune system for obvious reasons. So my philosophy is 
how do we get your body to where you have that inner resilience, that inner shield, so you don't have to live in a bubble? It's really important from a mental, emotional perspective to be connected to each other in person, but actually our immune system. There's benefit in being around each other in person from an immune boosting standpoint. But obviously we can be exposed to things depending on certain social environments, but having that inner resilience and that immune optimization is where it's at. So that's a lot of what we do in naturopathic medicine. I do a lot of leaky gut testing, deficiency testing. If you have things like depression or anxiety, we can look at neurotransmitters. It is amazing. I literally work with everything except cancer. And I have someone to send patients to if they have cancer, but I I treat everything else. And it's just the coolest thing. I'm very passionate about it because it's the type of medicine that I wish I had when I was a sick patient back in the day. So if you are listening and you want to get some of this assessment done, you can go to shinenaturalmedicine.com, learn a little bit about what we do. Or if you want to call the office, the information is on there on the website. And then we're happy to explain that if you have questions about how the appointments work, maybe cost or insurance questions, all that kind of stuff. The staff is very well-versed and happy to help. So with that said, before we jump into the show, I wanted to give some love to our show sponsor, Paleo Valley, on the topic of immune boosting. One of their products that I have been absolutely loving and using a lot is their Essential C Complex. So a lot of vitamin Cs on the market are, for one, not absorbed very well. Also, did you know that most of the vitamin Cs that you can purchase are actually derived from genetically modified corn, which is just so creepy to me. It's right. You're taking these things to get healthier and you're taking something that's genetically modified. And we're just now scratching the surface of what this means from a health problem, what these GMO types of foods or supplements can do. So really important to get hundred percent natural organic products. This particular supplement comes from food sources. So it comes from amla berry, camu camu and unripe acerola cherry. So these are different superfoods that are just packed with vitamin C. So it's absorbed really well. It is again, it's superior to synthetic vitamin C. And for example, it's amazing. So the acerola cherry, one unripe cherry is 120 times more powerful than an orange. So we tend to think of oranges and citrus as being high in vitamin C. It's actually not a fabulous source of vitamin C. There's a lot of other foods that are much better. And these particular superfoods are just off the charts for their amounts of vitamin C. So we know vitamin C is good for the immune system, but did you know the vitamin C is, is essential for skin health? It's essential for preventing cancer. It's essential for bone strength. And another function of vitamin C is that it is essential for healthy adrenal function. So with all of the stress of the pandemic and everything people have been going through, you actually burn up more of your vitamins as a result of stress. So you actually need more of these nutrients when you go through times of stress. And that's especially true for vitamin C. I test deficiencies on every single patient in my practice. And vitamin C is definitely in the top five of deficiencies that I see for people. So I'm a huge fan of the Essential C Complex. It's a great price point. It's absorbed really well. If you want to try it, you just head over to paleovalley.com. And then at checkout, enter Dr. Lowe, D-R-O, and you'll get 15% off of your order. There's also other products on there. Like they have amazing beef sticks. They're grass-fed and grass-finished beef sticks. I keep those in my clinic, um, especially for patients who are going to get an IV treatment. We'll have them do that. Keeps their blood sugar nice and balanced. Snack to keep in your purse. If you get low blood sugar, get hangry. It's a wonderful snack. They also have great bone broth protein. They have superfood greens, just incredible products that I really love promoting them because it's just the quality is incredible and it's a good cause. Love supporting small businesses. So check them out, paleovalley.com and at checkout, enter Dr. Lowe, you get 15% off. With that said, let's jump into the show and I hope you enjoy. 
Hey guys, welcome back to the show. So good to have you. I am looking forward to this particular episode. I have a new guest on the show and it's so funny because right before we started recording, I saw in her story that she's in Southern California, I asked her where she lives and she lives in the exact same little town that I live in. We haven't met in person, which is wild. So such a small world. So joining me is Linda Cormier and we have all kinds of topics we're going to talk about from water. We're going to talk about electromagnetic radiation. We're going to talk about just general wellness topics. We'll talk about speaking with your mouth and also your heart. So we'll get into mind body, different things. And so I'm looking forward to this episode. And so a little bit about my guest. She is definitely sought after a personal development speaker. She has um, worked with teenagers. She's a co-founder and co-CEO of GIA, which is an international wellness company that really guided from a local startup to an international multi-million dollar success story. So I definitely want to hear about that. She has worked with businesses to help them grow from as little as 20,000 a month to over $10 million a year. So she's a mover and shaker, definitely very skilled in the business realm. And she will be featured in an upcoming PBS documentary, The New Paradigm for Business and just so much more. So I would love to hear more directly from my guests. So Linda, thank you so much for coming on the show and welcome to Dr. Lowe's show. I'm so excited and it's great to meet a neighbor. I, I know. I, this is awesome. I know it's so cool, but you are up in Palos Verdes right now. You said you're up there visiting your mom and tell us, so how old is your mom? And tell me, tell us a little bit of what has her with such vibrant health at her age. I'm blown away. I know she is 98 years young. She turned 98 in August. And other than a little bit hard of hearing and a little bit of short-term memory loss every now and then, she is amazing. She's funny and happy. And yeah, we're her side of the family is from Central America, from Nicaragua. And I just think that she has a love for life. She's doesn't want drama. Like she just doesn't want, there's no room for drama. And yeah, she's an example of truly appreciating every precious moment. Her and I share a love for sunsets and like nature. She loves looking at her roses in her garden. And I just am so thrilled to like every minute that I can come up here and be with her is it's just magic. So wonderful. We can learn so much from that of just slowing down and enjoying the simple things in life. Those really make up a rich life. So wonderful. So I would love to hear just a little bit more about your, your personal story. What are some little bit of your upbringing? What has you focus on what you're doing now for work? So tell us a little bit more about it. It's interesting that you asked me about my mom because my upbringing, I think has, there's a few pivotal moments that I think were the springboard for really the rest of my life and the success that I've experienced. And the one thing that comes to mind, well, as I mentioned, my mom's from Central America. So I grew up speaking Spanish with 27 cousins on one side. And then my dad was an only child who embraced the whole chaotic Latin family. And he didn't speak Spanish at all. But I remember on Sundays, it was family day. And I went to Catholic school, and I don't consider myself overly religious. But we were walking on the beach on a family Sunday. And this song that they had been playing or trying to have us learn, I think I was like, eight years old. And it said, Have you ever seen the face of a stranger and seen your brother? And then it went on to say something else, more organized religion. 
esque. But I remember walking and on the beach, having that lyric that I was remembering those words. And this guy walked by and I had this epiphany. He's like my brother, because the song said, if you see the face of a stranger, then you've seen your brother. And I was only eight, but it really, it just, I don't know. It settled in my head and my heart at the same time that we are all one big family, that, that humanity is our, it's the team that we're on. And so we have a responsibility to be kind and to be compassionate and to really treat people as if they're part of our family. And since I was so young, when that happened, when I, by the time I went into the work world and to the workforce, I had adopted this feeling and, and attitude of expressing kindness because I loved people. And so it started at a really young age. And I honestly believe that is one of the reasons that I've been successful is just my genuine appreciation for humanity. Mm -hmm. That's so beautiful. And it's not like you've been focusing on just crushing it with business as the main driver of what you do. It's really about the love for people. And then the success is a natural byproduct of that. A hundred percent. And I remember not long after that being with my dad who owned his own business and he was very successful, ironically, in the telecommunications industry. And we were at his office on a Saturday afternoon and I just wanted to go to the beach. And I said, why are we here on Saturday? There's nobody here. And he said, I like to come in on Saturdays and make sure that everything is running smoothly. And then he said, where do you think money comes from anyways? And I was only eight. So I said, you <laughs> for many money comes from you. And he said, no money comes from providing value. Mm -hmm. And if you provide value, you're never going to have to worry about money. And I didn't realize it at the time, but it was really my first business lesson. hundred mm percent. -hmm. That is such a great valuable piece as a naturopathic doctor. That's one of the things over the years that I've really grown to realize is that it's about providing health for patients. And it's not really about the money. I don't even like focusing on the money part. I like to focus on helping patients to get healthier and the rest just takes care of itself. And you can tell when someone is all about the money, like you can, it like oozes off of them. A hundred percent. And the thing is, because my, my dad was very successful, there wasn't like an aversion around money, but there was also like, it was very congruent from an ethics and value perspective. It's like values, I should say. It's do the right thing, serve people, make sure that you're doing the very best job you can and money will come to you. And when money does come to you, enjoy it, appreciate it, and also give back in some way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. And so it, the other lesson he taught me is that if it's a problem that can be solved with money, it's just a challenge because you can always make more money. If it's something to do with your health, then you have to like worry, but don't worry unless it has to do with your health. And I thought that was really great advice as well, because mm -hmm. people grow up with conditioning around money that it has to be hard to earn. And that, yeah, there's just a lot of conditioning around money, but in your field, like you wouldn't be doing what you're doing unless you cared about people. Like it's intrinsic in your vocation. Yeah. Yep. hundred percent. And my listeners know I've been doing this show for over 10 years. They know about my story that I love people because I can empathize with what they go through because of my own health stuff that I dealt with that brought me to naturopathic medicine. So hundred percent. Yeah. I love that. And so I want to go into the statement that I, I mentioned when I was doing the little intro and I butchered it a little bit. So your signature <laughs> statement, <laughs> your signature statement, open your mouth and your heart at the same time. So 
what does this mean and how does this impact health and well-being? It's so funny because I shared that quote, I want to say almost 20 years ago, I was being interviewed and they said, what is the secret to success? If you could be concise, what would be the one tip you could give? And that's what I said is, well, just open your mouth and your heart at the same time, whether it's in business or in relationships or in in any opportunity that you have. And what I meant by that is just be authentic, be congruent, be considerate. Because when you're leading with your heart, you are all those things. You're authentic, you're sympathetic, you're congruent with your being your true self. And what I realized over the last 20 years is it's, I think it's great advice. It's very simple. Yet, it's not that great advice because people have a really hard time doing it. What I recognize is that what I meant to say, or what I want people to do is listen to your own voice, trust your own voice and use your own voice. Because I honestly believe the world needs us to do that. And that's what I mean by that is listen to your intuition, listen to your heart, listen to your gut, release overthinking and have faith and trust. But the world hasn't always been kind. And so it gives people pause to trust their voice and to trust what they're going to say is going to be received in a way that isn't judgmental. So right. I get a lot, there's a lot packed in that statement. Yeah. And a couple of things I think of from that statement is like you said, just using your voice and speaking and realizing that regardless of what the response is, it doesn't matter because people are going to have their own interpretation and their own opinion about what it is that you said. And it still doesn't change the fact that it's true for what you're saying for yourself. Being able to speak without being so concerned about how it's taken. Now, of course, obviously you want to say things in a way that's kind. It's not going to be misinterpreted, but unless people can walk around in your head, we can, we really can't fully understand each other. We just do the best we can but we're not in each other's movie necessarily of, of, of viewing our own life from our perspective. So we do the best we can, but I love what you're saying. Just having that courage to speak and knowing that you are speaking from your truth and, and not being so concerned about the outcome necessarily. And then I love the statement also open your mouth and heart at the same time, because what I hear from that is, is speaking vulnerably. So yesterday when I was getting my eyebrows done from my amazing eyebrow girl, she, cause we always just talk deep about stuff. She's like my deepest friend that we just see I'm laying there for over an hour sometimes if I'm <laughs> doing lashes or whatever. So we really can talk some real life with each other. And she's saying crazy to me how we share so much about someone once they've passed, right? Like at their funeral, that's when we say all these amazing things like this story and that story and this person meant this to me and I love them and all of these things. And I, and she was going, why is it that we don't do that when someone is living? And I really thought about it and I said, I think the reason is because when they're not there anymore, there's not that fear that of being vulnerable. So in order to do that, when someone is alive, it takes vulnerability. It takes courage. It, it can be scary for, for someone to be able to open up like that. But that statement makes me think of that. It's, I can't believe you just brought this up because literally I believe that's part of where the statement came from. I was very close with my dad and he passed very unexpectedly at a very young age. I was only 22. And wow. I, I called him every day. He was my hero. He had an amazing relationship with my mom, like just the, the greatest example. And we had argued, which was very rare. And he passed away very unexpectedly. And one of the things, because I believe that 
in every adversity is a seed of equal or greater benefit. And somewhere along the line after he passed, so wrecked and so wrought with regret that I had any time at all that I didn't speak to him when I had spoken to him daily before the argument that I made a decision never again would something go unsaid never again if I felt appreciation gratitude and it was like the running joke I would stop at the uh, you know McDonald's to get a diet coke back when I drank diet coke I don't anymore but I would stop at the McDonald's and and be like oh my god thank you so much I was dying for this you're just an angel and I over a diet coke Mm -hmm. or at Starbucks like telling the person like, this is the best coffee. Oh my gosh. I literally have been running on empty. Thank you so much. Little things that we do. And so I was always expressive, but once that happened, I was never going to live with the pain of regret again. And when you open your heart and your mouth at the same time, and you allow yourself to share positive emotions and positive reinforcement for others, it's amazing what comes back. And I always teach people like, don't be open-hearted and kind and expressive so that something comes back to you. Do it because it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's ironic that you mentioned that about when people pass away, that's when we're open-hearted with all of the beautiful things that they contributed in our life. And so that's a big part of open your mouth and your heart at the same time. Because if you're grateful, if you feel appreciative, if you feel like somebody has great energy, whatever the positive emotion is, if you don't say it, if you don't express it in some way, shape or form, it's as if it's not there. Cause how would they ever know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever find that for people, it's almost easier to express that with strangers and a little bit harder with people they're really close to. Yeah, probably. I know. I think that you used the word it's vulnerability. When we're closest to people, what they have to say in return is going to land with bigger impact Mm. because we're closer to them because we care more about what they think of us or what they're going to say to us. But the other thing I, I share a lot, and I taught my kids this at a young age, is words are so important and so powerful. If they're positive, you're not going to have a response or you might be more vulnerable. You might put your heart out on the line, but negative comments, people who can be highly critical or judgmental, it's like toothpaste. Once it comes out, you can't put it back in and it takes a long time to clean it up off the counter. Mm -hmm. You can't just say, Oh, sorry. I didn't mean that. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. It's, I think of that verse that says that death and life is in the power of the tongue. Yeah, it really is, is very true. I can think back to anything anyone's ever said to me, probably that was negative. Like it just, it's, it it just had, has impacted me so much. And as I'm older, I'm 40 now. So processing things from in the past has just been so powerful, but it really, those words can be very hurtful. I remember hearing something about just a visual of what if everything that you say is tattooed on your body? It's like, how would you speak differently on a daily basis if, if that were the case? I saw that. I think yeah. I reposted it on my Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's a powerful thought to have. And Absolutely. Yeah. And the other thing I, I remember hearing that I was really impacted by is what if you wake up tomorrow with only the things that you're grateful for today? It's like, wow. It's incredible. Or things that you express gratitude for. I think taking it a step further beyond just feeling gratitude. What about you only wake up tomorrow with the things that you express gratitude for? 
Yes. I think expressing gratitude, we know from a health and wellness perspective, it's the highest frequency. It's the healthiest thing for us to feel gratitude and love. And it keeps us healthy. Like literally that mind body connection, which I know, you know about, but expressing gratitude and seeing, seeing the look on someone's face that's unexpected, like something really small. I remember we were at a, we had a big speak. I had a speaking engagement at a hotel. And so there was like 400 people there and the hotel was kind of crowded. There was something else going on. And I happened to be waiting to speak to the sales and catering manager or something like that. And this guy was just laying into her. He was so rude. He was so obnoxious. And it was like, she was just doing the best she could to try and handle the situation. And so I went up to her and I said, I just want to tell you that he was really hard to deal with. And the way that you handled that was exceptional. Mm -hmm. And she started crying. Wow. No one ever complimented her. It was always people coming with customer service issues. Yeah. So those little things can make such a massive difference. Yeah. Yeah. I can think about, I'm here at my, my clinic right now and I'm thinking about my front desk staff and there are patients who constantly have something to complain about. And I say that with empathy, people are dealing with stuff and it, yeah. if you don't feel good, it's hard to focus on the, the positive. So all good. If anyone listening, if that's been you, I love you and it's all good. But there are some patients that they are constantly complaining about stuff. And then there's other patients who are just pouring out compliments and yeah. gratitude and the ones that bring gluten-free muffins or bring their avocados from their avocado tree. And, and it, it is interesting how the ones that do that they tend to be healthier. And I'm not saying that because they're healthy, they do that. I find that the act of doing that, it really adds to their health and their healing. Oh, hundred percent. I think a hundred percent. And I think that there's some people that are wired that way. Like mm-hmm. they're just naturally more positive and others where they, because of the way that they were raised, there was, there's a lot of fear. There's a lack of trust, all the things yeah. that can contribute to somebody who's maybe a little bit more pessimistic or has a harder time, but I've worked with people and seen that change, that reprogramming, the rewiring. And I give so much credit to people who really do that work. It can be done. It is definitely more challenging for some people than others. There's that concept of neuroplasticity, yeah. right? remodeling your brain. So if you have this habit of seeing the negative, it's like you get a red Ferrari and all of a sudden you notice all the red Ferraris on the road. You never noticed them before. So if you are really making a point to look for the positives, you're going to find them everywhere. And it is going to help create more of those connections in your brain. And it's just a more fun way to operate. It's like your mom at 98. She's made a good practice of that throughout her. So I love this. And this is, I think that a lot of times with my episodes, will take a, a turn down a rabbit hole that needs to happen. So I'm thinking there's definitely some people listening to this episode that need to hear this and just have that reminder, especially with what's going on in the world. It's very tempting to just focus on the negative, have this doom and gloom attitude, or look at this, okay, this is the wild west. All right, this is adventure. I'm in this time in history that is monumental. And let's see this as an adventure and just understand that I am resilient. I am strong. I'm courageous. And I'm also going to enjoy the journey, enjoy the process too. It's the same reality around us, just how we're we're looking at it. I'm taking this as a challenge for myself to not only feel more gratitude for things in my life, but express them. And especially for the people that I'm closest to just taking that risk of vulnerability and actually making that connection and expressing how I'm feeling and how much I love them 
because you just never know. I, I had a cousin pass yesterday. Colin Powell just passed. We're having people die and you just never know. There's crazy things that happen. Not having that regret is, is just so important. And from a health perspective, it's crucial. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I lost a very good friend very unexpectedly, actually on my dad's birthday and of the same thing that my dad died unexpectedly just on August 6th. And so it just really was a reminder and a refresher of how to enjoy every precious moment and the gift of life every day that we wake up. Yes. hundred thousand percent. Okay. I'm going to shift gears into some topics totally not related. One of the things that I know that you have said is that not all water is created equal. So what do you mean when you talk about that? And we'll get into some other fun topics too. Okay. I was an English literature major, so I do not pretend to be a doctor or a health and wellness expert. My husband and I have, we started a company and co-founded a company over a decade ago, and we got the distribution rights to a hydration technology. And that hydration technology basically alters the water so that it gets into the cell three to four times faster, it becomes 400 times more absorbable into the cell. And it's just water. And so people would say water is water. No, it isn't. If the viscosity changes, and that's literally what happens is the viscosity changes. And so it's able to be absorbed into the cell so much faster. And as a result of that, it's able to interfere with the replication of bacteria, a virus, fungus. And so it inhibits the replication of those things that we do not want in our body. It also balances the pH in our gut. So you don't have to drink like alkaline water to improve your pH balance. You simply drink our water and it balances the pH because it's able to detoxify the excess acid. When you think of like, water flushing into a cell so much faster, it's actually able to push out the toxicity that might be built up in there. And so we have had the distribution rights to this technology that I believe is, it, it is the cornerstone of our business. So we have international distribution of this device. And I honestly believe that part of the reason that my mom is so healthy at the age that she is because it's harder for older people to drink a lot of water. So drinking one cup of this water is like drinking three cups of regular water. Wow. That's cool. So I think about patients who they will say, I drink so much water and I always feel like I'm still thirsty. So is that kind of the type of person, I guess anybody who needs, we all need to get more hydrated, but does it help, especially with that kind of problem? It definitely helps with anybody who's already experiencing a symptom of dehydration, because a lot of times people who drink a lot of water, they find themselves running to the restroom all the time because the water's not being absorbed. It's getting right through them. And so it really, the bottom line is that when you're a baby, what happens when you drink any liquid is the body itself converts the water into what we call a single file. And there's Nobel prize winning research that proves that these aquaporins in the cell, they're like the plumbing of our cells to bring liquid into our cell or nutrients. And so what happens when you're a baby, if you think of an infant and they scratch themselves, how quickly their skin heals, it's because they're very hydrated. The body very easily breaks down the water into the single file the way it's supposed to, and it's readily hydrated. So as we age, every other process in the human body, that slows down. So in order for the body to convert water into that single file, it it requires energy, it's slower. And so really anyone after the age of probably 15 to 20 years old is gonna benefit from drinking the water and spraying the water. Like we've seen 
really amazing things with people who have eczema or psoriasis or any kind of skin condition blemishes, because if the water gets into the cell and it's flushing out the things that can trigger all those things, it's pretty amazing. What's the device called and how do people use it for their water? It's called an eye water activation. And it basically just looks like an acrylic pitcher and the lid has a device on it and you plug it in and you pour clean filtered water in it. You push a button and it blinks. And 30 minutes later, the water is converted into the single file. So what happens is there's like energetic frequencies that are bombarding the water. And that's a patented process that has been proven to put this into a single file line. And we're the only company that has it. Fascinating. I love that. Okay, cool. So let's talk a little bit. We've done a couple of shows on this topic, but it's definitely been a while. And I think that it's even more so an important topic now because with the whole pandemic, people have been home a lot. Everyone's been on their devices a lot more. People are working remotely more now, virtual work, a lot more device use. And also during the pandemic, everyone was watching Netflix and Hulu and (laughs) all of that. Literally everyone's just addicted and attached to their screens. So as a health provider, it makes me a little concerned with all of that radiation, electromagnetic radiation and it's a whole new world and we have a lot more um, coming out in terms of devices than we have information about really thinking and researching how are we going to handle all of this exposure. So let's talk a little bit about it, misconceptions regarding this. So yeah, let's talk all about that. I think the biggest misconception is that if it was really dangerous, we wouldn't be able to just buy a cell phone and hold it next to our head. And that is the misconception. It's, you know, we're able to purchase things all the time that are not healthy for us. That's not, that's not an accurate conception. So I think, or perception, I think the biggest thing I can share about it is that when, and it's ironic because my dad was in the telecommunications industry, he worked directly with Motorola to start and I had a car phone bolted between my seats when I was 17 years old. Wow, I remember those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But basically what happened is as that telecommunications industry was being revolutionary in these devices that were portable mobile phones, the FDA said, this is not our world to test because you're not consuming it. And the FCC, the communications commission said, this isn't in our world either, because it isn't like a radio that everyone is going to have in their room. This, This was very limited usage, but the technology advanced so quickly that it actually never got the kind of testing that it should have in order for 13 year olds to be walking around with an electromagnetic radiation, basically a computer. There's more technology in our smartphones or iPhone, whatever. There's more technology in that than there was in the computer system that was sent into outer space, like in Apollo 13. Crazy. There's more, literally our cell phones are now portable computers and there is all the evidence that could possibly be needed to indicate that this is an external stress. Our body doesn't know what to do with it. It releases cortisol, fight or flight every time we use it and it's constant stressor. And so we know stress exacerbates anything, whether it's ADD, ADHD, diabetes, whatever, any kind of external stress is going to exacerbate that. And so another category in our wellness company has a patented device that helps offset the negative impact of electromagnetic radiation. And we've been at this 
for so long. There's a lot of knockoffs and people think that crystals can help them. And I'm sure crystals can help your personal energy field in some way, but it doesn't inhibit radiation absorption, which our products do. Mm -hmm. And that's really the main thing is you need to reinforce your own energy field. And we have some products that do that, like pendants and things, but you also need to inhibit the radiation absorption from that cell phone, from the computer, from, you know, wherever you are now there's it's wireless. If people could see it, if it had a color, you probably wouldn't enter the room. Cause it's like walking into a room that has cigarette smoke. You just don't see it. You can't smell yeah. it. Yeah. So what, what's the name of that particular device and how is that used on your phone? We have a couple of different options. There's like a case that you can put on your phone that has that patent in it. There's a little sliver that, so we have a Gia cell guard case. We have a Gia cell guard sliver. We have a Gia pop-up for people that like to be able to hold the phone with the little pop-up and we have universal guards for routers. So it's just in the energy category. If somebody were to look at geowellness.com that they would see in the energy category, we have energetic devices that inhibit radiation specifically for your actual device. And then also body worn applications that use energy resonance technology to increase your resilience to that. Yeah. It's so cool. My um, gynecologist actually sells Gia products. <laughs> in her office. Oh. Yeah, that's great. And I think for any health practitioners listening, if you aren't addressing this particular piece of your client or patient's health, you're missing a big piece. I had a, a patient I'm, I'm thinking of who we did so many things to help her get healthier and she would take one step forward, two steps back. And it wasn't until we addressed the EMF exposure she was getting on a regular, her house was right next to a cell tower and she was using her phone as a you know router basically for her computer. And she was working in her car sometimes on the road, like on the internet. And it wasn't until we had to implement some changes for her to work in a healthier way that she got better. Yeah. So it's, it really is a, a big thing. And I, I tell my patients, keep your phone on airplane mode as often as you can keep it away from you. You're not holding it up to your head, but just some things people don't realize if you have a, a landline wireless phone in your house, that's one of the biggest exposures. It's like having a cell tower in your house and even having like smart meters on your house. That's, that's such a big exposure too. We know that the technicians that work on those have higher cancer rates. Yeah, we, just- we have a smart meter defender. And we came out with a device because we had, there was people, they're chiropractic offices with a smart meter. So they're trying to have people be healthy and they're bombarded with the EMF. So yeah, it's been between the hydration category and the energy category. We also have a nourishment category and skincare where we're using these patented products to increase effectiveness of all ingredients. And, but those two categories have been very important for us in the last decade. Hundred percent. I definitely want to talk to you when we're not recording, so I can just step it up in ways at my clinic to help with it with exposures for patients and obviously for my staff who are here on a regular. Yeah, we do um, a lot with professional accounts. Yeah, offices. Awesome. Yeah, and it's just not realistic to to say that patients or just people are going to stop using these devices. So they're here to stay. That's the reality of it. So finding ways to do this in a healthier way is so important. And more and more research is going to be coming out about the health effects of these devices. So we only know a tiny piece of it at this point. Awesome. Okay. We talked about a lot of different random topics. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Any other things that you would love to share? Any other things that you're geeking out on? What's on the horizon for you? Just anywhere you want to take it. I'm super excited because 
it's been a rough few years. We've gone through a lot, like you talked about that and uncertainty and just, it's hard to imagine reflecting back on the day that everything changed, that we weren't able to go into restaurants and, and needed to wear masks to do the best that we could. And I think everyone's doing the best that they can to deal with this. And for me, one of the things that was really hard because I I love being with people. And so being able to do speaking engagements, that was a big part of my world and my life meeting and being with people. And so one of the things I decided to do is, all right, I got to shift gears like everyone else. I have an online coaching program, but I'm super excited because I decided now that we are able to get together, even in smaller groups to do a women's retreat. And I decided on the first weekend of January, the 7th and 8th of January in Palm Desert, where I absolutely love. And the idea was born that during the pandemic, I both wanted solitude because I was never alone. I was with my kids. I was with our team. I was with my husband. I was never, ever alone. And at 56, I finally realized how important it is a little bit of solitude for me. And because I love people so much, I didn't think I needed solitude, but I realized that I did. And at the same time, I missed connection with people. And so I decided to do a women's retreat where like fun meets transformation. I have my friend who's a naturopathic doctor coming out and she's going to do a little section. I'm going to lead part of a workshop that I've taught for years on releasing overthinking and acquiring more confidence. And so I just literally announced it a couple of days ago and we already only have two rooms left. <laughs> so, so great. So what I'm excited about is that I think it's going to be the first of many because I think women really, there's millions of people that probably felt like me mm-hmm. where you just need to breathe. You need to get away. And so that's one of the things that's on the horizon for me that I'm really excited about. And I started a nonprofit called the Heroic Joy Leadership Academy. And we're working with young female entrepreneurs who have business ideas that they want to bring into the world that are impact driven, where they're going to make a difference in the world. And they may not have the business acumen or training or branding or marketing strategy. And we're just launching this and I'm really excited. That's so cool. My boyfriend's just starting a nonprofit as well. And it's a hospice advocacy. Um, Yeah, nonprofit. So Love it. Well, I'd love to talk more about the nonprofit. And uh, for anyone listening, I assume that the spots will probably be taken up by the time this, this podcast is published, but how can people follow on that and maybe join the next? It's just my website, lindacormier.com. Just sign up for the newsletter. I really have not done a lot of emails. That was, unfortunately, we were so busy with our company and some of the other things. I used to send out blogs like once a month, but I haven't really. But if you sign up for the newsletter or on Instagram or Facebook, whatever, if anyone ever DMs me just a question in general, like relationship or personal development, I always reply. And so if anyone wants any more information on anything, those are probably the easiest ways to get in touch with me. Wonderful. I'm the same way too. I've never been great about emails, but it's all good. You do what you can. So wonderful. I am so grateful for you coming on the show. Thank you so much, Linda, for just all the work that you do and being about people. You've made some real impact with people and helped from a business perspective, mind, body, and also health. So it's truly amazing what you've created and what you're doing. And I wish you all the very best and happy to be any support of anything that you need. Thank you so much. Yeah, I definitely want to come by and see the work that you're doing. I cannot believe you're so close. So I'm looking forward to connecting in person. Yep, we're going to make it happen. All right, wonderful. Have a wonderful rest of your day and we will talk soon. Sounds good. Thanks so much. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dr. Low Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. And for more after the show, you can head over to drlowshow.com where you can find the show notes. Be sure to subscribe to the show and share with all your friends. And please head over to iTunes and leave the show a five-star review and leave a comment. I read each and every one and they warm my heart. Thank you so much again for joining us. I promise to keep bringing you fun, inspiring, empowering content. Until next time, lots of love and I'll talk to you soon. 